Um, you've got, you know, two businesses, two key businesses. And um, when you run a business, when you're young, irrespective of age, you you undergo a couple of things, real like unexpected chaos mm-hmm. at any given moment, then also a tremendous amount of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I actually want to start on the sacrifice piece because mm-hmm. I don't think people, as you said earlier, get to fully see the full picture of sacrifice and cost, yeah. um, both personal and professional, whatever. So talk to me about some of the sacrifice that even you didn't expect before you got into business and before your business grew. Um, I think that at the same time as I kind of benefited hugely from the, you know, having money at university, for example, I also went to university expecting one thing and then actually spent it, (laughs) essentially getting up at X hour working on university stuff because I never, ever, ever wanted to give them an excuse to think that I wasn't concentrating fully on my university and then working all the way, essentially, way into the night to get the other stuff done. And I also, you know, that comes with being high profile, that comes with all of these things. So I guess one of those things was very much like there was the time and the life experience and all of that, that because things took off quickly at one stage, even if it wasn't like, it wasn't that the businesses took off, you know, the businesses have done much more over the past year and a half or whatever when I haven't been at uni. But at that point, you know, the the high profileness, all of that, that came with, I guess, different to what I was expecting um, and, um, or not what I was expecting, I wasn't expecting it at all. And therefore there was kind of, I guess, you know, something that I really did want for myself, I didn't get, but I also got, um, you know, a lot more in another way, I guess. What did you want for yourself? Well, I just wanted the university experience, really. And I think that I was so, once this took off, I'm a very determined person and I get get a vision and I'll work for it day and night. And I think that I actually got to, I think in that instance, it's kind of like a fork in the road and you decide, okay, well, I'm taking this one and I'm going to concentrate on this. I'm going to grow the businesses. I'm going to all of that. And then I think as well, I saw the deadline for that as my end of university. Because if I had to, if it wasn't as big as I wanted it to be by that time, or if it wasn't, you know, whatever it might be, I I was going to choose, I was going to go into a normal career. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that, um, so I was so dedicated to making that happen rather than, you know, I wanted to grow up too quickly, essentially. I'm 23, like I, you know, I'm, and I think that a lot of that has been, I guess, in terms of people's, whether when it's people who meet you, their kind of perception of you or whatever it might be. And so I think that was something where it was a choice I'd make again and again, but Mm. it was, I guess, a sacrifice that I wasn't expecting to make. And I guess that comes with everything that comes with, you know, relationships, with friends, with, time in general with you know time to yourself time to whatever I think having a business in a way and I'm sure some people will disagree but I'm having a business in a way is like having a baby and you can't just you can't (laughs) just like up and do whatever you can't you you can't say no when a crisis comes in at 1am you can't like that is what it is you get all the other benefits with those conditions and so I think that you know that's kind of a constant one like you can't you can't say, oh, I'm going to quit this and go and do this for two years. Because especially when you've got X amount of people working for you, you've got all of their salaries, you've got all of their pensions, you've got, you know, like it's it's a huge responsibility. And the buck stops with you, right? Yeah. And 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 that's, you know, it's, it's, it's an important one. Do you, sometimes I reflect on uh, 
the, the business journey and just how like obsessive it is and all consuming it is. And I think it's a bit of a disease. I'm like, why did I choose this to like It's, it's almost myself. like masochistic. Yeah, it like, is. Because yeah. obviously it's got the most amazing benefits, but it is also like, I remember what, I remember my friend, I can't remember. I think I really, we'd agreed to just, just lock down things. We'd agreed to watch a movie on a Sunday night and then the thing came up and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to, like I'm gonna do this, I'm just gonna work harder so it's just gonna be easier for this week. And it was like tiny sacrifice. And my housemate turned around to me and she was like, what is the point of were you working this hard for this many years if you can't watch a movie on a Sunday night? And I was like, yeah, fair. Like as in, yeah, yeah, yeah. As in like, it's, you're, you're not wrong. Like I'm still gonna do it, yeah. but like, you know, you're not wrong. Like it's- What is the answer to that question though? So say, cause I've muddled over this as well. If I'm working obsessively every day, at what point does, is enough? Yeah, well, I think that it all comes with what you want. And I think that, you know, I've li I've listened to you before and I've listened to you kind of saying that, you know, there came a point that you realised that it wasn't about money. So like, what was it about? And I think for me, there's the kind of aspect of it's it's for the businesses and I have these really clear dreams for the businesses that result in dreams for me as well, sure. But I think that that is, I think I'll come to a, you know, if I decide to sell a business or whatever, I'll come to that road there where I'm like, okay, what is it for now? Mm -hmm. And I think that knowing myself anyway, I know pre-business, post-business, I'm sure, I am like that. So whether it's this or whether it's something else or, you know, and I hope <laughs> I can channel that into something else at some point that doesn't require every inch of your being. Um, I know I'm like that. So it's kind of like, yeah, sure. It might be for nothing, but it's, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> like there doesn't need to be reasoning behind the fact that this is how I am. I have always been, I've always, yeah, I've always been like this. I've always been kind of like, I'm going to make this happen. Like whether that's kind of through like coordinating all the babysitting jobs that you got in one night and allocating them out oh, to wow. your friends and Smart. stuff. And, or, you know, like taking essentially like any, job ever that like that I could then you know that's all that's what I'm like so I kind of know that where did that come from though I I think probably a few things I know that everyone in my family is a very hard worker and that is very it's kind of almost like an like an anxiety to do well even though like my parents were not pushy at all I think people assume you know especially if you go to Oxford or like whatever but the least pushy people ever I think that actually it all I kind of was discussing this with my sister the other day I was like where does it come from <laughs> it doesn't come from our parents like it comes from them clearly because they had it in themselves but you know like they both my parents had careers when I was growing up I lived with my mum just me, my mum, and we had a tenant who lived in um, my mum's house. And my mum was working pretty much all the time. Incredibly, like I respect her so much for it because I also never grew up thinking like, oh, it's weird for a woman to have a career and have four children and like whatever. She just, you know, she worked all the time. And, um, and she loved it. She loved it. And she gave her like everything to it. And so I, I think I spent a lot of, I spent a lot of time kind of in that situation knowing that I also wanted to love what I do mm -hmm. and I think there is this misled like perception that you know like if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life blah 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 um but I also think that there is this 
like it's a flow state isn't it like you have something that matches your challenge and your skill level and you get more fulfillment than you'll get from anything and I think I was so I used to say I remember saying it like I I think it was like when I was like 15 16 and I would take like work experience from anyone every single holiday and every single school holiday and I remember my teacher saying like you should probably choose one of the avenues and then you can do like more within that or something and I remember just saying to them like I'm so terrified that I'll be stuck in something that I hate Mm. and it was like a constant like and I don't think it's necessarily good I don't think it was necessarily healthy I was constantly so terrified that you know the same was for university the same was for whatever like I didn't get into Oxford the first time I applied I I I and I went again like I literally that same day I went online and I found out what I could do for a year that would earn myself some money to be able to not be I guess studying that year and went to um and applied for the IBM future scheme which is the one they do for gap year students that that literal same day and then applied again the next year and like as in I was I'm very like that it's very set on kind of one thing and if that thing then doesn't work i either want to do it again like it's really clear to me i either want to do it again or i'm like that wasn't right and then i move on Mm -hmm. but i know that i'm very straight out and very like i will not stop until i yeah you get it it right what's the uh going back to your the the business and the chaos and the sacrifice is there one day in your business career over the last couple of years which was your worst day um, I mean, or your toughest challenge? I think my toughest challenge in general was there was this stupid, stupid time that I'm constantly praised for that was the worst decision I've ever made in my life, oh, wow. which was that I was coming up to my university finals. I was launching a business to, I think it was a month before my university finals. Yeah, I was launching a business at the beginning of May the 7th of May, if I'm right. Um, and I start, I finished my finals on the 6th of June. Now that meant that 40,000 words were due and five three-hour exams within the space of two weeks. And I also wanted to launch my business and I also wanted to do well at university. I'd been working with that for three years. Um, but I'd persuaded people as well. I'd persuaded people to spend money on this launch. I'd persuaded people to, you know, so I was going to do it right. People were like, you're amazing. Like this is so great like how can you do this and I'm like you are like it's not wise it's not smart like it's not like this isn't a competition for how many boxes you can tick within a small space of time Mm -hmm. that is like a fast track towards burnout and either something going incredibly wrong or whatever and I think that that you know like as I've said work was always a a coping mechanism for me so it's always kind of like well if when if we have to do it now or we like run out of money before launch and we're doing it now and I don't care like I can work x y and z and I actually have like a whole like chapter in a book where I'm essentially talking about like that was the time that I felt most validated in being a hard worker and I felt like because I was I was in the library at 3 a.m and I was also on the phone with the suppliers at you know, 7am the next morning and all of X, Y, and Z and people could see it. And I was living it. I was like hustling the hustle. And that was when I was like, wow, like this is it. Like I am the hard worker, like with capital H and W and like, this is me. And I think that that is like, that kind of like sums it all up in the way that that was a huge challenge also an incredibly unwise challenge at the time and yet why did that feel like the time I was doing it right so that's actually that's a lot of what spurred on mm-hmm. essentially why I was writing the book because it was kind of like how can that be the epitome of hard work when that is also the epitome of 
not being productive like that's like completely unproductive um and not useful for anyone mm-hmm. you're not going to be nice with the people no. you deal with at the time you have a higher chance of actually like messing things up and all of that and yet why was that the one time that i felt like truly validated for what i was doing and you were broadcasting that and that i was broadcasting that and there'll be people i'm sure who see me now who are like but she you know did this and that and like yeah sure i work really hard i mm. really do but there are some things that it's kind of like I address that and what like as I said to you while I was writing the book there were so many things that I noticed I was like I'm the problem here as well I perpetuate this mm-hmm. how can I criticize a culture of the hustle culture that I benefit from at the same time how can I do that and I think that I think that that's what made me, you know, that's why I say that this book was such like a soul searching process for me. Cause I was like, you know, what is that? Why is that? Like, is that because I need the validation? Is that because we all need the validation now? Because hard work has become so unobtainable because it has to be doing this job, that job, like everything in between also Mm. being amazing at self-care, also doing like X, Y, and Z. And I think that that's when I was kind of like, okay, this is a challenge, but it's not only a challenge, it was a silly thing yeah, to do. Yeah, so yeah, it's not yeah. even like a, you know, there are things you have to do, there are crises you have to deal with and all of that that will be a challenge and will also be incredibly rewarding and all of that. And most of them are. But I think there are other things that you look at and you're like, yep, this was a challenge and it also didn't have to happen. Let's not do that again. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere and the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere and the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one of a kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. <laughs> 